Black Caps coach Gary Stead will be with us in the next 10 minutes or so to talk, well, a bit sooner than that, uh, to talk about what happened in the test against Bangladesh. First, though, concerns we might be headed for a bit of a pile-up, a vaccine appointment pile-up this month. A couple of things happening at the same time. Booster shots, of course, and the beginning of 5 to 11-year-olds being inoculated. By the end of February, more than 80% of the country will be eligible for a third shot. Dr. Anya Werno is a microbiologist and virologist at Canterbury Health Labs, and she's with us this morning. I guess, uh, Anya, if if you could do the maths, it would be quite fiddly maths, and you had all the data, you could predict when this peak will come. Uh, Right, good morning. Um, Yeah, you could probably model as to when the peak occurs. However, I think modelling is only ever modelling, and reality could still look a wee bit different. You've got to look at human behaviour, and how do you model for that? Yeah, exactly. Did we miss a trick not starting sooner with young children? Uh, No, I don't believe so. Um, We were still waiting for data to um, really ensure that safety-wise there is there is no or very minimal concern. So I think we, we are in line pretty much with, which, um, with what other countries have been doing around the world. What's your read on uh, what things are going to look like in the next couple of weeks with more people being eligible for boosters? Um, to be honest, I don't know, and I don't really sort of think that predictions necessarily sort of... Um, come out to be true. What I do hope, and I do think, is that a a large proportion of people will take up the vaccination for the younger ones. Um, And, you know, that will help us close the the gap that currently exists in in the young ones not being vaccinated at all, um, and therefore being a potential for um, keeping the the, uh, transmission of COVID going should it become widespread in the community. And especially the younger they are, uh, you would think from the way young children behave, you know, a lot of contact between uh, younger kids, uh, the more the more likely it is if one has it, then their mates at uh, kindy and at uh, school are going to get it and so on and so forth. Yeah, yeah. So that's definitely um, what, what what people think is happening in schools. Um, therefore, there was a, a long debate, as you probably will know, internationally around should should schools be closed, should they stay open. And of course, having children vaccinated will kind of um, help to close that debate and then make school closures um, pretty much unnecessary uh, or uh, almost what, what? unnecessary. Yep. Almost. Well, fingers crossed. What's your message to a parent who is a little unsure, a little nervous? I think I'd treat COVID vaccination like I would treat all other vaccinations. On the whole, um, we wouldn't vaccinate children unless there was a fairly good there was fairly good evidence that it would be safe to do so. And with COVID in particular, we know that vaccination is our pretty much our only tool that we have that will prevent um, increased pressure on the healthcare system, will uh, prevent hospitalisations and will prevent um, very undesirable outcomes. So there's a lot of evidence to support that vaccine, um, vac- the vaccination programme is what helps us through this. So we definitely encourage people to take it up. Thanks so much for your time this morning. Dr Anya Werno, a microbiologist and virologist at Canterbury Health Labs.